Welcome to the UWOPD podcast. My name is Kennedy Thomas and I'm my co-host Ty Wheat and today we have with us Officer Louisa Lind. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself and give us an idea of how long you've been with the PD. Hi, Officer Louisa Lind. I am fairly new to the police department. I actually just graduated the um, recruit academy just a couple weeks ago. So this is literally week three for me. Thank you. Thank you. It's been definitely a joyride, the academy itself, and the first three weeks of being here have already been, like, a little crazy, but it's really cool to actually be here now, so, like, I'm putting everything that I learned in recruit school, I can actually, like, see it and do it for myself now, so it's been pretty cool. That's good to hear. Yeah. Well, what made you want to get into law enforcement? You know, for me, I feel like it was, like, a lot of things, honestly. But mainly, mainly, and I'm sure a lot of cops can say this, but helping people. Growing up, I always knew I either wanted to be in the medical field or public safety. I guess as I got a little older, I uh, started to see how much police officers are needed. Um, Especially nowadays, there's a lot of people that can, you know, benefit from us. Especially, you know typically interact with us on their bad days so I think that's my huge huge reason is people need us and even when they don't want us there we're gonna still be there to help them out thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. I really do appreciate that um what made you want to work, work for um, a campus PD opposed to a traditional agency so for me it was a little different because I have originally been working here at the university for I want to say about a year and a half. So during the COVID pandemic, I was employed to be an emergency medical assistant at the LB clinic. So throughout the entire time, I dealt with, gosh, almost every single student on campus, staff. I was able to really meet a lot, a lot of people on campus. So that really is what like brought me to stay here. Okay. Yeah, after meeting a few of the people from here, from the police department, I was like, you know what? It, it feels like home. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So what would you consider your role to be um, at the PD? And then how do you feel about your role in this relationship with the um, community? My role at the police department. As of right now, I'm the only female, just the pre- the one that we had a little while ago left we just employed another one so I've been able to see by myself how different people that we interact sometimes prefer having a female officer with I can also say that as far as my knowledge I'm the only Spanish speaker in the police department at the moment so I think that's you know something great because we have a lot of uh, diversity in the college, so if there any day, any call, there's somebody that, you know, needs to speak Spanish, anybody needs a, a Spanish-speaking officer, I'll be here to help. So I think that's something good. It definitely is. I definitely feel like it's very important to emphasize that you are um, a woman officer because a lot of times we, as a community, we don't really realize how important women are as it is, you know, and I definitely feel like it is important and it's a very bold move for you to make for you to be a police officer and really be able to do it to your best ability because a lot of things that happen, you know, yeah. with, with policing, you know, a lot of times it scares people away. You know, honestly, a pl- policing is a hard job. So, you know, of course. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah, you definitely offer a lot of different, like, niches, I would say, because obviously, like you said, you're probably the only Spanish-speaking officer that you know of. And there's some situations where people would just prefer a female officer, puts mm-hmm. them in a more comfortable area. And then obviously you're capable of doing everything else that the rest of the team is. So that definitely makes you very valuable to the team. Thank you. And you're welcome. Is there anywhere on UWO that you feel like you could be more connected or you'd like to be more connected? Yeah, I've honestly thought, like I said, I my, my first language is Spanish. And I'm slowly learning about you know everything else on campus like when I was here before it was like strictly COVID 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 so now that I'm actually here I'm slowly learning about um, all these other programs so I know that there is like a big like a Hispanic community on campus and they have like their Latino clubs and all like that so I feel like that's something that I could uh, I would enjoy getting into being like we were just talking about you know a female officer is a little rare now a hispanic female officer is like even more rare so i feel like that's something i'd like to do just to kind of put myself out there and like you know potentially get other female hispanic to kind of look at this career as in like a possibility you know because from my background it really never was a possibility you know it's not a career choice that a lot of hispanic women think about so i -hmm. feel like that's something I'd like to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or even just showing them a high-ranking, powerful role. Right. And that they definitely have the option to take. Yeah. And definitely you saying that it's rare. Like, I feel like it's it's rare and unique, but it's definitely like it's something that is very powerful because I feel like it's a lot of things that women could do that men can't do. And one is this being able to give that caring sense when you're right. doing, like when you're doing your daily thing as a police officer and stuff like that. It's a different interaction, different feeling you get from a woman and a man. That's just naturally, you know. Right. I feel like a lot of times those interactions are beneficial because honestly, but women are definitely vital to the community. You know, like they definitely lead and like you definitely need a woman to kind of have your back and, and, you know, show you things sometimes. You know, a woman's perspective is very important and very unique in a lot of senses. So, Yeah, yeah, that's, I agree with that. What would you say is your the hardest part of your job? There's many things that I consider that could be difficult coming from just like personal life, like the sacrifices that you have to make yourself and your family because it's not just, you know, yourself out there. You constantly have to think about your family and what they think of you, the fear. So that is huge. Also, the not knowing really what the day brings. It could be very positive, which, you know, we all strive for, but can bring many negative things you know that could possibly put us down but yeah I'd say the like not knowing what the Mm. day is gonna bring yeah absolutely then on the flip side what would you say is your favorite part of the job definitely being there for someone who's at their worst I feel like a lot of us when we're happy when we're excited like I feel like we always have a lot of those moments um when we're sad when we're at our lowest point I think not a lot of people can say that they have someone there by their side. So with us being there, like I I hope that what, whichever individual that we're dealing with at the moment, and like I strive for them to remember that moment, you know, that we cared, that we were there to help. No matter the situation, you know, we weren't judging, we weren't seeing them as anything less than an individual that needed our help. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember you bringing up helping people. Do you also, I know you said that's like your favorite part of the job, but mm-hmm. do you also feel like this could be one of your hardest parts and more so talking about the relationship you create with that, you know, helping people and stuff like that? Because, you know, honestly, being a police officer, like you said, it's no really, it's no real, like, it's no real expectation of what you deal with. And honestly, you could deal with one person, you could help one, this one person one day and next day they could honestly be in worse conditions. So do you feel like that relationship that you might create with the community, do you feel like that could kind of make it harder to do your job in some instances? Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of people are not going to want to deal with us. And, you know, we have to accept that. Not a lot of people like us. Not a lot of people understand what we do. So that for sure makes it hard. But, you know, at the end of the day, we try. We try. A lot of us, we will be rejected thousands and thousands of times during our career. Yet the moment that that person needs us, we're going to be there no matter no matter what. Awesome. Finally, you know, we have to lighten the mood to end it and ask, what's your favorite type of donut? You know, I'm probably going to get stuff for this, but I don't know if it's considered a donut, but they're glazed croissants. Mm. Okay. Okay. I don't know if they're a donut. I mean, I guess if we're talking about like just donuts, I like glazed donuts, like the simple, simple butter. If it's just a little bit of chocolate, um, I hate anything that's filled, honestly. I think yeah. it's way too sweet. Yeah. But yeah, just a simple glazed donut or a glazed croissant, my preference. Where do you get these glazed croissants? Yeah, I was about to, I was about to ask what? that. What? <laughs> At Pick and Save, apparently. Mm. I found this out last year because somebody brought a uh, assorted donut box and they were glazed croissants. Yeah. Okay. And that has been my go to now. So glazed croissants have pick and save. All right. Shout out pick and save. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all sorts of things to try with this podcast. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for answering our questions. Yeah. Thank you both. Coming in to talk with us. Yeah.